Amen. Let's all stand. Amen. How many happy to be here? Amen. 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 Let's just bow our heads. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, this evening. Lord, for watching over and keeping us, Father. Lord, for just blessing us now, Father. Lord, we ask now, Father, as we enter into the service this evening, that, Lord, your will be done now, Father, Lord, that you be glorified this evening, Father. Lord, we ask now, Father, that, Lord, your presence be made this evening, Father, we sing praises unto you now, Father. Lord, you know our heart, you know our desire now, Father. We ask now, Lord, that you have your preeminence in the service now. Lord, we love you and we appreciate you, Lord, for all things. In Jesus' name. I can hardly hear myself, so I don't know if, who's controlling this evening. Testing, testing. Amen. Let's give me the key of D. Amen. Let's sing in prison chains. I bless your name, man. I bless your name. I bless your name. I give you are I give you praise you are the life through the way I bless your
Midnight hours, some midnight hours. If you should find you're in a prison and your Get a Lord a wave offering. I bless your name. I bless your name. I give you all. I give you praise. I love you, Lord. Your mercy never fails me. I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head. I will sing of the goodness of God. And all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so good with every of the goodness of God I love your voice you have led me through the fire in darkest nights you are close like no other 
I know you as a father I know you as a friend I will live in the goodness of God Say all my life you have been So, so good with every breath that I am able, I will see of the goodness of God. Sing all my life, and all my life you have been goodness of God. Your goodness is running after, running after me. Your goodness is running after, running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you of the goodness of God. Let's give the Lord a hand, amen. Brother Luther, if you come, amen, let's take out the offering. Amen. Let's just bow our heads, amen. help but feel good when you come here. Put everything else aside. Just worship the Lord with all your heart. He's here to just comfort you. He's got an expected end waiting for you. Amen. Let's pray. I love you, Lord. Father, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. You are
are so, so good, Father. And I know my greatest enemy, Father, time and time again, is myself. And I pray, Father, you help me to overcome myself, Lord. Help me to die daily. Help me to be humble to your will and to your way, Father. And Lord, I just pray for these that are gathered here, those that are streaming, that you would answer the same request, Father. That you would just help us draw closer to you, Father. And as we gather the tithes and offerings, I pray that you bless the cheerful giver, Father. We can sense your presence, Lord, and we just pray that it would magnify yourself many more ways. Bless the ministering of your word. Father, move the man aside. Take that gift. Speak to every heart, we pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord another hand. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven, open door, and I can't. Open door. 
Brother Aaron, if you can come and give us a song also this evening. Amen. Let's give him a hand. Amen. Are you disappointed? Are you desperate for help? You know what it's like to be tired and only a shell of yourself. You start to believe you don't have what it takes. Much less finish the race. But don't forget what lies ahead. Almost home, brother, it won't be long. Soon all your burdens will be
Let's sing it again now. Why don't we just raise up our hands, friends? Let's sing it to the Lord. I feel, Lord, we feel your pull tonight. Oh, let him know it, friends. I hear, yes, Lord. of the Lord tonight and we thank and praise God for just being able to be here you know God is so rich in mercy amen, amen. we certainly appreciate the pastor brother Jason amen thank God for him he's been a tremendous blessing to me and so have you amen so we just thank God for the grace that he's given us and we just be in his will amen Amen. Let's just have a word of prayer and we'll get right to the word of God. If you have an unspoken request, you can acknowledge to the Lord by opening the hand. Amen. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, Father, we lift our hands to you, Lord. Lord, because we believe, Lord, that you see our need, Lord. And Lord, you see our desire, Lord. But Lord, our prayer is, Father, that we wouldn't want anything that you don't have for us, Lord. Lord, you Give us the thoughts of your mind, Lord. Give us the hunger and the desire for the things, Lord, that you've already placed in our path, Lord. But Father, we know that you will only respond or answer to your will concerning our lives, Lord. And Lord God, you see the hands, Lord, and Father, you know all things before we could even raise our hands, Lord. But Lord, in your word, you said, ask that our joy may be full. So, Lord, help us to do our part. Help us not to be ashamed or afraid to ask you, Lord. Because as the prophet would say, you want to do it even more than we could only imagine. And, Lord, we pray that you continue to bless this church, Lord, and those that are here, Lord, those that may be streaming or in their homes, whatever it may be, Lord. We just pray, Father, that the touch of the Holy Spirit will go beyond just the, the fourth dimension. And, Lord, you will move and such a way, Lord, that we all be able to say that it was God who did that. Lord, we ask, as we always do, Father, forgive us for our sins and trespasses, Lord, and the things in our lives, Lord, that no one else sees but you. Keep us under your atoning blood. And Lord, we pray that you put a push in our lives, Lord, to just continue to seek after you, Lord. And help us not to get complacent, Lord, but let it be a desperation in our lives, Lord, that we'll, we'll move with urgency. Lord, knowing that there's more of you to get, Lord. And we thank you and we give you praise and honor in the name of Jesus Christ. Church, say amen. Amen, amen. amen. If you have your Bibles, let's turn to Mark. Let's turn to Mark, the fifth chapter. Mark chapter five. 
Praise the Lord. Happy New Year to Bethel Tabernacle. We're going to say what we always say. Man, I haven't seen y'all since last year. <laughs> Amen. But it's good to be together again. Amen. Mark chapter 5. Let's start reading that verse 24 if you have your Bibles. If you have it, say amen. The Bible says, and Jesus went with him and much people followed him and thronged him. Mark 5 verse 25. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? Let's go to Hebrews chapter 11. Chapter 11, verse 1. The Bible says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he had obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him, for before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he is, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. May the Lord have blessed reading of his word. You can have your seat. Praise the Lord. Tonight, by the grace of God, I want to step into a place. <laughs> Amen. I want to step into a place and call this message tonight, Moments of Inspiration. Amen. And tonight, by God's grace, we're going to be talking about faith. And not just any kind of faith, but perfect faith. 
And you know, even in this message, you know, I've been listening to this message over and over and over again. I'm not necessarily talking about the message in general, but I'm talking about this particular message, perfect faith. You know, and in this, you know, the prophet, he said a lot of things about faith, but he really zeroed in on perfect faith. And, you know, uh, there were many times in the scripture where Jesus would, would, would tell the disciples or different ones in the Bible that you can receive this according to your faith. And then there was areas in the word where things took place and Jesus rebuked them for not having enough faith. But this is the question. Did they not have enough or was they not inspired enough? <laughs> because when we think about God, hey man, uh, uh, my inspiration for this is sowing and reaping. Hallelujah. And if I had to say tonight, if you sow faith, you reap evidence. Hallelujah. Because there's a law in sowing and reaping. So tonight, if you sow faith, you should reap the evidence of what you believe. And you know, church, as I begin to think about sowing and reaping in faith and giving unto God that which he given to you, if you give it back, you should get the results, amen, hallelujah, of what God gave you, amen. And you know, God has given each and every one of us in here faith. I don't want to talk about the measure of faith right now. What I want to talk about is that everybody in this room has faith. But what I want to come to, amen, that God has come in our day and given a measure of faith that should come to perfection. All right. Hallelujah. You and I, our faith shouldn't be just the faith to open up a bubblegum wrapper. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just the faith to tie your shoe. Amen. No, it's something greater than that. Hallelujah. But I want to say this, that faith is in the building tonight. Hallelujah. Because look, the prophet wouldn't preach that message if there wasn't a people on the earth that could fulfill or come to perfect faith. And let me say it like this. If you heard it, it might be because you're able to come up to it. Hallelujah. Because God is not a God who wastes his time. Hallelujah. And one thing I want you to understand, hallelujah, God is a God of seasons. Hallelujah. And in the right season, he said, it would make itself known. Hallelujah. So the faith that you need, hallelujah, could it be in you already? Hallelujah. And you might, you might say, well, brother, where you going with it? Well, let's look at sowing and reaping for a second. You know, when a farmer... When you think about sowing, you think about planting, amen, church? And you know what a farmer does? He goes and plant, amen? And he has in his mind what he wants to plant. So what does he do? He goes and get it in seed form first. Hallelujah. Hooray. And when God planted his word, hallelujah, he put it down inside of us in seed form. And you know what that, 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 that farmer does? When he plants it, the prophet of God says he can't keep going back, digging it up, saying, where are my apples? No, once it's planted, now he has to believe what he sold. He sold it in what? Faith. Hallelujah. He sold the seed in faith. And now he has to trust, hallelujah, that whatever the situation or whatever it takes for that seed to come forth, it's going to come forth in its own time. Hallelujah. 
But what that what that 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 farmer does, he has to believe in his product. Woo! Right, right. Oh my, I feel religious. But first, I feel religious tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, think about it, church. That farmer, let's just say it's apples, because you know the prophet talk about apples. That farmer, he goes and buys apple seed. He doesn't get the seed and say, I wonder. I wonder if I plant this, if apples is going to come forth. No, when he possesses the seed, he's confident that everything in that seed will come forth. And the thing about a farmer, when he plants, he doesn't just plant it anywhere. He planted, hallelujah, in a place where he can get a return. Woo! Hallelujah. He puts it in the ground, hallelujah. He also, hallelujah, has to believe in that ground by faith. Because he can't make the ground do something that it cannot do, hallelujah. The ground, he has to trust in the ground by faith. He has to stand back and say, I'm going to trust that the seed will come forth. I'm going to trust, hallelujah, that what I'm planting will come forth. So it all becomes a sowing of faith. And God has did the same thing, hallelujah. God has put his word in us before the foundation of the world. But God has to come back and trust his own planting. He has to come back and trust that where he planted the seed, it will come forth. Amen. You say, but he's God. Listen to Hebrews. He said, we understand that by faith, the worlds were framed. Amen. See, so God used his own faith, hallelujah, to speak things into existence. So it's going, if you, I, any of us bring anything forth concerning God, it has to be a measure of what? Faith. Holy. Faith is the substance of things, what? Hope for. Then it becomes the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. And you know what that farmer does? He plants it. And then he walks away from it. And that seed has to go through the motions all by itself. <laughs> but one thing the seed doesn't know, the farmer is still watching over it. Woo! <laughs> hallelujah. He makes sure, hallelujah, as it begins to grow, that the deers or the coyotes or whatever that can eat, hallelujah, eat up the crop in his baby stage, they all ran away, hallelujah. And God has done the same thing for you and I. In our baby stage, God, Jesus Christ, the farmer was still there watching over the seed. Hallelujah. You know, church, hallelujah, uh, what the farmer does, he even watches the forecast, hallelujah. And the forecast speaks of prophecy. Ooh, ooh. He watches the forecast, Brother Jason. And it, sometimes he looks because he knows the seasons change. And then what he does, he, he may watch the forecast and it speaks of a frost that night. But that's not the season when the seed should come forth. So what does that farmer do? He goes out and he covers the seed. To keep it from coming forth out of season. 
You just give him your faith. He will take care of everything else. Because what God has done, God has put, hallelujah, a measure of faith in each and every one of you, but God wants back what he's given us. Okay. Now, I love this illustration. And the prophet said, if you want an oak tree, I'll give you an acorn. If you got the acorn, you got the oak tree. Potentially. Amen. Do you know that one? Hallelujah. That's not foreign to you, is it? What is he saying? He's saying, if you got the seed, listen to me now. I'm about to say something heavy. Hallelujah. Don't let this go over your head now. Make, let this be your Super Bowl tonight. <laughs> hallelujah. All right. Listen, hallelujah. What does he do? He knows that, hallelujah. If he sow it, hallelujah. If he planted, hallelujah, that that life will come out at the prospective time. Hallelujah. He's not worried about the storm. Hallelujah. He's not even worried about the darkness. <laughs> Woo! Oh, my. Church, and as it's planted, the prophet of God said, he said about that seed. He said, everything in that seed, everything that it ever needs, every bushel, hallelujah, even the color of it, every characteristic is in it at that stage. What are you saying, Brother Diggs? The faith you need for every trial. The faith you need for every situation. The faith you need for every struggle, for every bill, for every sickness, for every tribulation is in you right now. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. The prophet said we live below our means. Let's stop going to God rehearsing things that he cannot do. <laughs> we go to God and we say, Lord, increase my faith. How can he? The prophet of God said he's already done it. Everything that you need has already been done. So what are you saying, Brother Deeks? You need to find or catch your moment of inspiration. Because when you catch a moment of inspiration, by faith, whatever you need will come forth. Hallelujah. And that's what, that, that's what that farmer does. Hallelujah. He knows as he watches it, and sometimes he watches it from afar off, but he's still watching it. Hallelujah. And he, hallelujah, most farmers, they plant things that they've already planted before. So let me say it like this. What you going through, hallelujah, is nothing new to God. <laughs> Somebody's already going through it. And you know what? They brought forth fruit. Hallelujah. So shall we, amen. Somebody's already went through, hallelujah, my financial struggles, hallelujah. And they are still here bringing forth fruit, hallelujah. So if I got the same life in me, hallelujah, I should be able to bring forth fruit. Hallelujah. I ain't going to be long. Don't get nervous. But as we look in the scripture and we think about perfect faith, you know that faith, hallelujah, faith is a realm, hallelujah, that a real believer can live in. <laughs> you know the prophet, he would, he would come up, he'd stand behind the pulpit, 
and they have, he have people out there and everything else, and he makes statements like this. You know what I'm waiting on? had a blood issue. The Bible says she had an issue for 12 years. And she went to doctors, physicians, and all these people. And the Bible say she didn't get better, but she got worse. How did she get worse? Why did she get worse? Because she was concentrating and living in her five senses. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And we know that the five senses are only to contact this world. But then there's another sense, hallelujah, that can call things that are not as though they are and bring them right into your life where they are supposed to be. Now let me say this, church. If you catch it, you call it, and you pull it, that means it was always yours. You just had to catch the inspiration. I knew there was something going on. Praise God. Where we at? Am I on? You know, there was a, there we go. Now we're talking. I knew something was going on. There was a level of inspiration and trust that you got to have concerning spiritual things. Hallelujah. First of all, we put all our hope and trust in who? God. But before I finish with this woman, before I finish with her, Let's, let's, let's back up a little bit. Now, say that she had a blood issue for 12 years. I want to, wanna, like my pastor said, he'll throw a curve every now and then. Curve means uh, the statement ain't going to come right at you. It's going to, boom, but it's still going to hit you. Normally, he'd he say I'm throwing a curve when he's rebuking people. Holy. But listen, it took her 12 years just to even get into the place well, she would now acknowledge I need Christ. Yes. 
And how often we run to this person, we run to that person, we go get two jobs and three jobs and, and all these other things instead of taking it to Christ. All of our hope, all of our trust and faith should be in him. Hallelujah. But what happens is, Brother Chris, we're too busy living in our five senses. And, and the prophet of God said, once the senses can declare it, it's no longer faith. <laughs> Woo! Once you say, if I do this, I do that, everything going to be all right. That's no longer faith. Normally, faith takes over things you cannot control. Hallelujah. But church, here come the curve. It took her 12 years just to even acknowledge God. And the prophet of God say, 12 is the name of what? Worship. And we didn't be here all this time and some of y'all still ain't clapping your hands. <laughs> you done been in church all this time, and some of y'all still lip singing. Some of you can be real good actors, too. You ain't fooling me. I used to be a song leader. Hallelujah. But, Brother Jason, he'll leave you alone. Not me, uh-uh. I want to hear voices. Hallelujah. Amen, I want to know that you are part of my team. Hallelujah. We sick all this religion and church stuff and ducking and dodging people. No, we come to give it to God. When are you going to worship God when you come in here? The words are right there on the stream and you still won't open your mouth. You know what's going to happen? You're going to reap what you sow. <laughs> like I always say, hallelujah. Sister Walker, like I always say, you know, at my church, they know I'm radical. Hallelujah. When I worship, I sweat. Sometimes I lose my voice. Hallelujah. Sometimes, hallelujah, it feels like I need to change shirts. And that's just doing the worship service. Hallelujah. And you know, sometimes I know people are looking at me and they're like, does it take all that? You know what my response to that is? You can't tell what well, I can tell what he done for me. So my praise might cause me to jump up and kick the ceiling because of how he's been to me, because of what he's done for me, hallelujah. My praise, hallelujah, might cause me to run around the church, hallelujah, because he's, hallelujah, I look back over my life and I can see the things that he's destroyed. I look back over my life and I can see the things that he's delivered me from, hallelujah. So my praise, hallelujah, when I think about God's goodness, it causes me to give my all. While we're throwing the courage, let's just throw it a little bit, a little bit faster. I said this before, there's a rumor going around and some of y'all almost making it true, but just a rumor. It's going by this church. You know, you might not want to hear it, but I'm, I'm going to tell it because we need to put the devil on the run. Y'all need to know, there's a rumor. A rumor is all through the message going around and then the rumor is white folks don't shout.
is that rumor true? Hallelujah. They say, the, you know, the prophet of God, he said, the, the farther you go up north, the quieter it get. We in the south. We down here in Buford, hallelujah, where the mosquitoes are the size of cockroaches. We in the south, hallelujah. Church, we should really be on fire for God. He's been too good. He's done too much. So I'm here to proclaim, I know some of you. <laughs> I was going around, I say, the devil is alive. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. You just don't know how hard he be trying not to get on those drums and turn it into Van Halen. <laughs> Hallelujah. But he be, what we do is we hold back because we don't want to offend nobody. So what? Be offended. Hallelujah. But why should I hold my praise because of somebody else doesn't have the same inspiration? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, I know what some of y'all going to do. Y'all going to look at Brother Jason and see what his response is to what I'm saying. <laughs> well, let me tell you right now, I didn't see him shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I remember one time he came to our church. I told Brother Jason, I said, Brother Jason, it's going to be good now. Watch what I tell you. He got up in the pulpit. He started the preaching and he stopped. And he looked at me. He said, Brother Diggs, you are right. <laughs> and all I saw the rest of the service was, you go to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Where is that church that can catch their moments of inspiration where the chains of, of sin and shame will be broken? Because your shout is a revelation, not an emotion. Hallelujah. See, that's what we've done. We've mistaken revelation for emotion. Hallelujah. No, I shout because God has revealed himself to me. And if it makes me feel good in the process, that's a plus. Oh my, let me move on. I believe you caught that one. But what we do, we get in ruts and we let our five senses take control of things that shouldn't belong to our senses. Hallelujah. Your five senses shouldn't control your worship. <laughs> your faith in Christ should. The inspiration of who God is should control that. The stimulation, oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Listen, this woman, she had a blood issue and the issue was getting worse and worse. But then one day the Bible says, look, the scripture where I started with, one of the servants was sick and Jesus, the Bible says, and Jesus went with him. Hallelujah. See, Jesus wasn't even coming to her. Hallelujah. It wasn't what he wasn't even coming to her. But the scripture says she heard. Faith come by what? Hearing. Hearing what? The word of God. Now we just was talking back in the office, and he said he's been pastoring here probably 30 years. 30 years of what? Preaching the word. 
in this church, hallelujah, preaching the message of the hour, the unleavened bread, hallelujah, thus said the Lord, the Alpha, the Omega, hallelujah, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, every revelation of Jesus Christ has been preached. I shouldn't say every, but what's been revealed to him, hallelujah, has been preached. So faith come by what? 30 years of you hearing. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you come here, what do you hear? So if you come here and you hear the word, notice, catch this now. Hallelujah. He's not preaching. The ministers that come here and preach, they're not preaching a word in part. It's not a Baptist doctrine. It's not a, a Catholic doctrine. It's not a Presbyterian doctrine. But it's a prophetic, perfect revelation of Jesus Christ being preached to you. Hallelujah. So if faith comes by hearing and you're hearing the perfect gospel of Jesus Christ, what should that be producing in this church? If you're hearing a perfect word, it should be bringing forth perfect faith. Because faith comes by hearing, hearing what? The word of God. Oh, oh my. Hallelujah. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing the word of God. But what happens when you hear it and inspiration catches it? Hallelujah. Notice, she said, let me, let, me, let me read something to you right quick. Oh, my. The prophet of God said, we want to talk about inspiration for a second. Moments of inspiration. And we all have had moments of inspiration. Hallelujah. I'll make it real plain to you. Most of you, you were dating or courting your wife. And something came to you one day and you said, I'm going to marry that woman. <laughs> now you can take that to be the devil. <laughs> or you can take that to be God according to where you are right now. Hallelujah. And even if it's a struggle, it can still be an inspiration given of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you know, church, you think we operate, inspiration is always there, but how are we hearing? Listen, hallelujah. The prophet of God said, he said, that's what the Shudamite woman was going by. It was unreasonable to take the dead baby to the preacher's bed. Hallelujah. He said, but inspiration spoke and it, it, inspiration speak to you and say to you, you've been playing church. If inspiration tells you tonight, it's time to get rid of your dirty habits. Listen to inspiration. It's the Holy Spirit speaking and making a way. Hallelujah. He says, so when inspiration comes, inspiration comes to make a way. Hallelujah. He said, no matter what the people think, what others say, it's the inspiration leading you. If it's according to the word, and it's according to the word, then the inspiration is leading you. Oh, my. Listen. He says, now, the English word prophet just means preacher. See? Anybody, every preacher is a prophet because he is foretelling something. Preaching the word under inspiration is called a prophet. Yep. 
He said, Brother Deacon, why are you saying that? Because we believe Brother Brennan was a prophet. And you know, a lot of times he would come out and he'd say, hey, this is nothing premeditated. We're just going to get behind the pulpit, find something, and preach it. So as he's preaching it and catching it by inspiration, the message he's preaching, he's in a realm of faith. And when we catch it, hallelujah, hallelujah, let me go into this. Listen, remember Jesus was standing in front of his disciples and he says, who do men say that I am? Hallelujah. And somebody says, some say you're, you're, you're John the Baptist, some say you're Elias, some say you're this, some say you're dad or one of the prophets. And then he says, who do you say I am? He wanted to see if he was really revealed to them. If they really understood, hallelujah, who they were hearing from, hallelujah. And then Peter says, listen, Peter says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And listen to Christ's response. He says, Peter, flesh and blood have not revealed this to you. He said, but my father, which is in heaven. And the prophet of God said, faith is what? A revelation. That's what we need to live. We need to live our revelation. That's what we're doing now, hallelujah. By the grace of God, we're living our revelation, amen. Moments of inspiration. Now, catch this woman. Let's go back to this woman. Now she sees Jesus. He's coming down. Everybody all right? He sees Jesus coming down. Notice, Christ wasn't even tending to her need. <laughs> if I could say it like this, he had no intentions on dealing with her that day. <laughs> but she heard that Christ was coming that way. Hallelujah. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing the word of God. And then something inside of her said, if you could just touch the hem of his garment. Now notice, she didn't have a scripture. She didn't have a quote. She didn't have a friend or a pastor by somebody beside her that will push her into that. It was solely what? Inspiration. It was a moment of inspiration where God would change her life forever. That's what a moment of inspiration can do. Hallelujah. And notice, from that point, Something moved on her to say, if you could just touch the hem of his garment, you'll be made whole. Hallelujah. And nobody else around could hear what God was saying to her. Okay, that brings me to this. This is what the prophet of God says. Now we're going to tap into some real faith tonight. Hallelujah. This is what the prophet of God say. Now we believe we got faith, Amen. But do you believe you got perfect faith? I want to show you that you do. The prophet says, he says, now listen, listen close. See, it's not what you imagine. We're not imagining us. Where are we? We're in church tonight. We know we're in church. It's not an imagination that I drove two and a half hours to get down here. I really did it. Hallelujah. My daughter is with me. She's a witness. Hallelujah. I'm not here by an imagination. I'm here in person. What you're looking at right now, I'm not just a figment of your imagination. I'm real. 
touch me. Whoa, I'm real. Hallelujah. Glory. Listen, he says, it's natural imagination. It's just as real. Oh, boy, we're about to get into some stuff now. I want you to catch it now, church. He says, it's just as real as any sense of your body will declare anything else. Your eyes declare that to be what? Light. He just touched me. That was the sense of touch. Your ears can hear my voice. Am I right, church? Your body, the tiredness of your body can make you yawn. I just saw somebody yawning. That's why I said that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen. He says, it's just as real as my eyes say. This is a piece of paper. What I got in my hand? What, what's, what's the paper? Well, the paper? Yeah. Perfect faith is just as real as this paper in my hand. Yeah. Now let's go back. Am I imagining that I got paper? Nope, no. no it's, are you imagining that you're seeing paper in my hand? Nope. No, it's real. Yeah. Okay, okay, let's keep going. Listen, he says it's just as real as you say that's a light. It's just as real as you say, I feel my coat. Hallelujah. I won't touch your coat. Oh, that's nice. It's just as real as the coat I just touched. There's some more coats in here. It's just as real. That's a sweater, but it's the same thing. Just as real. It's just as real as your coat. It's just as real as your coat. You got on the coat tonight? Touch it. Touch your coat, JD. It's just as real as my coat. It's just as real as you hear a baby talking there or making his noise. See, it's just as real as music playing. Didn't y'all hear Brother Tony? How many enjoyed the song service? It's just as real as the music playing. Brother Aaron on the bass. Chris on the drums and all the other instruments. He said, perfect faith is just as real as these things. Yeah. Now the question is, am I imagining it or did it really happen? <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Go ahead. Listen. He said, it's just as real as a taste, anything in my mouth. It's just as real, hallelujah. Only you can't show it to somebody else. You alone, hallelujah, amen. It's yours. Faith is a substance, see, not just a myth. So many people come, hallelujah. So everything I named tonight, we all are possessors of. So it really happened, hallelujah. We really, hallelujah, touched the coat, hallelujah. Touched the paper. And everything else, let's keep going. Everybody all right? He says, now, these are real deep lessons. And I'll catch the top of it. Then you can dig down in. Hallelujah. I done listened to this message about 10 times over the past week. Because once I heard him say that it's real deep, 
but I'm going to hit the top of it. What we're reading, what, we're, what I'm quoting back to you is just the top of it. There's more substance to it. Hallelujah. Listen, he says, notice, it's something that you possess. Oh, my. Perfect faith. Hallelujah. Moments of inspiration. Divine revelation is something that you possess. It's not an imagination. Oh, my. He said, not an imagination. If you really have it, it's just as real as any other thing that could be. It's just as real as you know that you're riding in your automobile. Uh oh, I'm, I'm finna get you now. How many of you came here in an automobile? Pretty much everybody. If you rode a motorcycle, you're a little different. He said, perfect faith. The moment of inspiration is just as real as you riding in your automobile. Amen. I know I came in a Honda. I really did that. It wasn't my imagination. I matched the pedal. I passed tractor trailers on the highway. I did it. I came in an automobile. It's something that I possess. Hallelujah. And you possess it too if you came here in an automobile. Let's keep going. It's just as real as any other thing that could be. It's just as real as you ride an automobile. It's just as real as you're sitting here in church. Where are we? Somebody tell me where you're at. We ain't at home. We ain't in the grocery store. We ain't in Chipotle. We're in church. And he said, perfect faith is just as real as you being here in church tonight. So let me ask you a question. Are you here? Are you present? So is perfect faith real? Oh, I ain't done with you now. I want you to walk out of here tonight. Listen, hallelujah. It's just as real as hearing my voice. See, Brother Luther say, amen, that means he can hear me. Yeah. Hallelujah. I know some of y'all hear me, but you don't respond. You... Come on. <laughs> it's just as real. Amen. Now, these things I'm talking about, you've already done it. Yeah. Yeah. You drove here in an automobile. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. You came and sat in church. And now you're hearing my voice. Hallelujah. Can the devil take any of that away from you? No, you really did it. It's not an imagination. It's happening to me right now. Oh! We are partakers of it right now. Oh my. We say, oh God, increase it. Oh God, give me more faith. You are partakers of it right now. Oh my. He said it's a substance, not an imagination, not an emotion, but something that you have. And it comes to you by hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. And that only. Now, what are you hearing? The word of God. Amen. So, if I'm preaching the word and you drove here in an automobile 
And now you're sitting in church. And then you heard my voice. Hallelujah. And the sister's declaring that is light and all these other things that we can say are true. If you are possessors of all these other things I've just said, hallelujah. What are you saying, Brother Diggs? Somebody say, I have it. Lord increase it no I have it now Lord give me more no I have it because if I can declare hallelujah that I've gone through the motions of an automobile go through the motions of a church go through the motions of hearing the voice go through the motions of seeing light the motions of faith should be in the building hallelujah for you to get in the automobile and drive takes what faith For you to sit in church and hear the word takes what? Faith. For you to acknowledge all the other things that can be declared takes what? Faith. So perfect faith is among you. Thing of it is, will you allow it to operate? Because clearly if I just use what the prophet said, it's clear that we have it. I'll go back. I touched the coat. It's not an imagination. I really did it. He said, it's just as real as me touching the coat. Hallelujah. I did it. It's not an imagination. So I, hallelujah, I went through that. Hallelujah. I'm in that realm. Oh my. Sow and reap. And when the inspiration hit, what happens? Why do we preach? Because what preaching does Hallelujah. The word stimulates your faith. So it's the hearing of the gospel that arouses your faith. It's the hearing of the gospel that says, amen. It's the hearing of the gospel that says, I believe I can do that. Listen, it's not your flesh amening the word. It's your theophany. Hallelujah. It's your word body. Hallelujah. Amening the word. It's your heavenly representation. Amening the word. Because your flesh is not connected to the word, but your word body is. Oh my. Listen. Stimulate. Stimulate means to excite. To activate. So what happens? Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. So when the word is being preached, that word is there to stimulate your faith. That word is being preached to get a reaction out of the seed. Hallelujah. Because it takes, hallelujah. How do you get a reaction out of the natural seed? It has to come in contact with the S-U-N. Hallelujah. And what does the farmer do? The farmer has to trust by faith that the son will do his part because he can't control the son. So he has to trust it by faith that as the sun shines, that seed will get everything it needs. Hallelujah. So when Brother Jason preached and Brother Matt preaching, the different brothers in here preach, hallelujah, they have to trust that the S-O-N will do his part. 
Hallelujah. Now, before I close, by the grace of God, as we look at sowing and giving it back in moments of inspiration, there are moments of inspiration all through the Bible. Hallelujah. Abraham had moments of inspiration where it really didn't seem like it makes sense. He said, you know what? I got 318 or 16 servants. They know how to cook real good, but today we're going to go fight. Today we're going to go take back one of our brothers and we're going to whoop up on the army. What was that? That was a moment of inspiration. That's why he was called the father of faith. And listen, one thing I know about God, what God has done, he's even done this to me. God will speak a word in your life knowing you don't believe it yet. <laughs> oh, he'll speak a word in his church knowing that you don't see it yet. But he'll allow you to hear it knowing you can come up to it. Hallelujah. He said, what are you talking about? He told Abraham, you're going to have a son knowing Abraham didn't believe it. But what happened? Abraham had to catch the inspiration of what was spoken into his life. And once he caught the inspiration of faith, he caught the evidence of it, which was Isaac. And that's what God wants us to do. As you're hearing the word of God, catch the inspiration behind it. Because there's some way God is trying to reveal. Oh my. Mm. He'll speak things knowing we don't believe it. Or we'll speak things knowing we don't believe it. And then God will make sure we see what we're, what we're wanting to see. So what are you talking about? The prophet asked for squirrels and didn't believe it. <laughs> Holly. And none of us will probably ever produce squirrels. That ain't my testimony. I don't, I don't hunt. I don't need no squirrels. I want some squirrels. I go to Tony's house. <laughs> Let him do the hunt. I'll be there to eat. <laughs> Hallelujah. Really, I want some deer. Hint, hint. <laughs> but you cannot be what God doesn't want you to be. And look at what the Lord will do. He'll put you in a situation where the revelation inside of you can get quickened. Hallelujah. And that moment of inspiration will come out, hallelujah, against all odds, hallelujah. Listen, Joshua didn't wake up that morning saying, I'm going to stop the sun. Oh. He was just living his life, living his best life, serving the Lord. He didn't know in his path that day, God had a moment of inspiration that would change his life and everybody else in his church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen, he caught the inspiration. See, listen, when you catch the inspiration, it'll make you speak things that seem unreasonable. Son, stand still. Why could he do that? Because God told him, be of a good courage, nothing to be able to stand before you. See, what was it? He was living by the word that was revealed to him. That's why he could catch the inspiration. Because he was living by the word that was revealed to him. There were many other people. Jacob caught inspiration. To have his name changed from a shyster to a prince. 
Esther caught inspiration. Ruth caught inspiration. On and on, people had moments of inspiration in their life that changed them forever. David had inspiration. He didn't plan to fight a lion. He didn't plan to fight a bear. But that was a moment of inspiration that God will use for a bigger problem. Okay. Before we get out of here. Back to this woman. So faith, reap evidence. Now, Bradice, what do you mean by so faith? This woman, if I can find it right quick. This woman in her mind, she said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. Now that was pretty much unheard of. Because wasn't no virtue in the clothing. The virtue was in the revelation. <laughs> Hallelujah. The virtue was in her knowing who he was. And not only, hallelujah, him knowing who he was, but her knowing that she had the ability to do it. <laughs> That's the part, hallelujah, that only did she, did she say in her mind, she caught the inspiration that if you touch it, hallelujah, you'll be made whole. But she had to have the faith to go through it. Hallelujah. And sometimes we'll say, I believe what the prophet said, I believe this, I believe that, and never go through it. What good are you saying you believe it and never put it into action? But this woman said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I'd be made whole. And Jesus was walking by, doing whatever he was doing, and she started elbowing people and pressing through the crowd, touch the garment. Ah, oh, boy, I feel good. Ooh, thank you. Hallelujah. Ooh, let me go take my rest now. The scripture says, immediately. just as real as an automobile. Just as real as you sitting in church. Just as real as you hearing my voice. Just as real as me touching the coat or touching the sweater. Just as real, hallelujah. As that woman say, let me ask you something. What's the difference from her touching the coat of Jesus and me touching him? If I got a need and I do it by revelation. Hallelujah. It's whether you believe it or not. Hallelujah. Oh my. Listen. So faith reap evidence. Listen. I'm about to, I'm about to, uh, by the grace of God, what time it is. Oh my. Listen. Let's talk about this woman for a second. This wasn't just some ordinary day. The prophet of God, the prophet of God said, Amen. Every obstacle from human beings that they might be connected like the Garden of Eden. Now, man, I was going to choke it, but I'm going to say it. Man is omnipotent. Amen. 
You know what that means? It's been preached here several times. Holy. What I'm saying has already been preached to you. Hallelujah. Man is omnipotent. Omnipotent means all powerful. He said, a man fully surrendered to God is omnipotent. Now I wonder, how many of us in this church are fully surrendered to God? If you are fully surrendered to God, God can't help but answer your prayers. Because it's omnipotent speaking. And the reason why we don't see a return on our sowing is because we are not sowing the right thing. You can't sow 50-50 God and 50-50 unbelief. We don't plant an apple orange seed. Remember he said it ain't a white black bird, it ain't a dog, cat, or whatever he say. Amen. Listen, he said, you don't believe that. He is. A man fully surrendered to God is omnipotent. Did not he say in Mark 11, 23, whatsoever things you say and don't doubt in your heart, it'll come to pass. You can have what you say. What happens when two omnipotents meet, when God and man comes together, two omnipotents, something's got to shake. I'll tell you what happens. There goes Jesus walking down. Inspiration comes and says, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I'd be made whole. Remember I said two omnipotents. Now we know God is one omnipotent. Where was the other omnipotent? That woman with the blood issue. <laughs> God put her in a position where her faith, her real faith, could come out in that moment. She was always omnipotent. But it took that moment for her to see who she really was. Oh my. He says, whatsoever you said, hallelujah, the creative power, omnipotence of God, knowing that, the, that he promised it and he said in his word, it's creative power that goes out yonder and brings things to pass. Amen. Creative power is in you tonight. Right. Oh, the devil thought I was going to choke it. No, creative power is in Bethel Tabernacle tonight. Amen. I'm going to read something to you most of you probably never heard. Or you never could see yourself as. But in a moment of inspiration, this is who you are. If you're sowing faith to God, perfect faith to God, all you can do is reap the evidence of that faith. And that's what she was doing. She was sowing perfect faith to God. So she had to be healed. What are we sowing, church? But it all happened in a moment of inspiration. (laughs) I know some of you tired and sleepy, so I'm about to to close it down. I know them words got power. I'm about to close. Listen, this blew me away when I read this. He said, that's when two positives meet, see? That's when two omnipotents meet, see? When one omnipotent she had. The prophet of God already put her there, omnipotent. He said one omnipotent she had. She was all powerful. But listen, he's going to take it a step further. She had perfect omnipotent faith in Christ. Amen. 
Where are we, church? All this word we've been hearing. 30 plus years. Our church too. My pastor's been preaching 30, 40 years. Same thing. Listen. She had perfect, omnipotent faith in Christ. And Christ was omnipotent. See? She, oh my. The prophet of God says, she had perfect, infinite faith. See, the reason why that doesn't get a response out of some of you is because you don't see yourself like that. The word infinite normally only speaks of Christ because we are finite. But then the prophet comes and says, she had perfect, infinite faith. So what kind of faith did she have? She had the same faith God has. In that moment, she could have created a world. Hallelujah. She had perfect, infinite faith in her moment of inspiration. Just like Joshua stopped the sun. What was that? Perfect, infinite faith. Just like David standing before Goliath saying, I'm going to cut your head off without a sword. What was it? It was perfect, omnipotent faith. And when two omnipotents meet, the miraculous has to take place. And when you find your place in Christ and your moment of inspiration, the same thing will happen. Come musicians, I'm closing. She had perfect, infinite faith in Christ that he was Lord. And no, whatever he asked God, God would give it to him. In other words, she said, you just speak the word. That's all you have to do. Whatsoever you ask God, God will give it you. Church, it's time for us to believe what we read. In this message, Perfect faith, the prophet of God says, it's time for us to preach it a little deeper and get some of this make-belief out the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's get some of the make-belief out the church. Say, Brother Deeks, what are you saying? If you got a problem, you got a need tonight, stop wrestling with it. Give it to God. Say, Lord, I believe that you can take care of this. Give it to the Lord. Sow faith back to him and reap the evidence of it. Hallelujah. I guarantee you, you're going to reap what you sow. Hallelujah. Just like this woman did. She sold unto Christ. She gave him the faith back. Hallelujah. And then she received the evidence of it by what? Having healing in her body. That was a moment of inspiration. In a moment of inspiration in a realm of faith. Hallelujah. And that happens all the time. Why doesn't it happen more often? Because we try to do things on our own. We want to put it in our five senses and control it. No, let's give it to God. 
Let's say the prophet of God says, he says, what happened with Joshua? He said, Joshua was standing there looking at the sun. And then Joshua began to realize who he was. <laughs> wow. He began to realize who he was. He began to realize what God spoke over him. And then he began to move according to the revelation. The prophet God said, he was saying, hallelujah, in that moment, I'm a son and I got a need. Son, stand still. He said, what would it be tonight if everybody in this church would come, hallelujah, approach God knowing who they are? nothing would be able to stand in the place that's why the whole just of the prophet's message was get the people to believe and nothing will be able to stand before you church there are more moments of inspiration in our lives I'm sure everybody in this room can think of something that happened in your life where it was like you knew God did it why can't that happen all the time? The prophet said Jesus defeated the devil simply by knowing who he was. What about you? What about us? We'll defeat the enemy the same way. Simply by knowing who you are. Let's catch the moment of inspiration. The prophets, hallelujah. He's in an airplane flying, hallelujah. And as he's flying, he's, 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 he has to fly. She's tapping into real faith. She's tapping into a moment of inspiration, not only for her, but for her family. Hallelujah. She's tapping into it. How does she tap into it? Strictly by knowing who she is. She says, hallelujah, in a moment of inspiration, I'm just like the shooter, Mike. Now, where's my Elijah? And in that moment, who was speaking? It was God speaking. Because everything that could make what she said happen started to happen. The plane, which had no ears, came down. Why? Because the gift, hallelujah, to confirm her prayer was on that plane. The moment of inspiration brought everything she needed for that time. What about you? That moment of inspiration. And what I love about it, the prophet was caught up in her moment. <laughs> and he couldn't do nothing about it. Honey, but surrender. Oh! Oh my. He could do nothing about it but surrender. Because she knew who she was. She said, I'm just like the shooter might now. Where's my Elijah? Elijah's on the plane. Elijah came down. Holy, a son made his whole everything. But that's bride's food. These things are told for us to encourage us that we could also sow faith. That's what she did. She sowed faith and reaped the evidence of her son being made whole. Another moment of inspiration. I'm trying to quit, brother Jason. A moment of inspiration. Lazarus is dying. They call for Jesus. Jesus keeps walking. But I've been, I've been speaking on this last, last year. We have to check our attitude. 
Because sometimes Jesus won't come, but he'll give you a hint to what's going to happen. <laughs> you might come to church and hear the word, and the word is telling you what's going to happen, even though Christ didn't do it right there. He told her, they say, Lazarus is dying. He said, hey, this is for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Then they sent for him and all these other things keep happening. He goes back and he says, hey, it was good for you that I wasn't here. See, he's trying to get them to see something's about to take place. But it's not going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. That's how inspiration moves. But if you tap in right, hallelujah, you can make Jesus show himself. Hallelujah. In church, right there, hallelujah. Jesus, amen. He comes back and Martha taps into the right inspiration. She says, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Look at her attitude. Her attitude was, I know anything is possible once you get here. That was her attitude. She was in what? The realm of faith. She was in a realm that was making Jesus everything. And then she kept talking. And Christ says, hey, your brother will live again. And she caught the inspiration. Brother Aaron, she says, I know in the day of the resurrection, he'll rise again. Jesus said, woman. He had to respond honey, to her faith. She sold it by word. Now God is going to give her the evidence, the manifestation of it. I am the resurrection. Where have you lived? Oh, oh what, if, what happens when you catch the right inspiration? When you, when you catch the right inspiration, it'll show you things that hadn't even taken place yet. But it's going to happen. Remember Cain and Abel, I'm trying to quit. Cain and Abel went to worship, hallelujah. And, and Cain, he brought out flowers and all fruit and all these things. But Abel caught a different revelation. And Abel grabbed the lamb, brought the lamb over. He started hacking the lamb up. What was he doing? Look at the type. The type was a lamb slain. Hallelujah. Jesus hadn't even been to the cross yet, but Abel caught the inspiration. Hallelujah. In his moment of inspiration, he caught Christ on the cross before it even took place. What do you catch in your time of need? Job lost everything, his children, his, 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 his wife, his, his riches, his status, social status, everything. But then one day he said, I know my Redeemer liveth. What was it, church? Hallelujah. He caught Christ coming out of the grave before he even went in the grave. What kind of inspiration are you catching? It should be that of your future. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's stop living in the present. Let's live in our future. See, I just started speaking over myself. I'm already blessed. I'm already out of debt. Hallelujah. I'm sowing faith unto God. Hallelujah. Know if I sow the right thing, that seed has to come forth. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, Father, we thank you. We bless your name. 
Lord, we give you all the honor and glory. Father, for you're such a great God. And Lord, help us to tap into this faith. Lord, that you've already placed in the seed. Because the prophet of God said, Lord, that you can't add anything to it because you've already done it. You sat down and said it is finished. So Lord, help the quickening power to come forth, rise upon us, Lord. That the truth of who we are will just come out. Lord, we pray that you bless this church, Lord, and all connected to it. Father, and that this word will be a word that will materialize in the lives of your people. That will materialize when we speak about our children. When we speak about our household. When we speak about our church. Let the real inspiration, God-given inspiration, come forward. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Have faith in God for deliverance. Have faith in God. Come on and gather around. these couple of needs that came in and then I want to make some comment but I, I don't want to forget these needs um, want to remember Matt and Rachel traveling with Matt ministering in Belgium <clears throat> want the Lord to amen bless those meetings amen Amen. It's the great, should be the greatest mission, <coughs> excuse me, of any church to go or send someone. <coughs> so we want to be praying for Brother Matt and Sister Rachel there to <coughs> help him, be with him. I have a good friend, Sister Debbie and I have good friends that we knew for many years since we were teenagers and kids together. Um, Sister Debbie Hollifield, her mother, who we know, my wife and I know quite well. And uh, she recently had a stroke and they were, um, they were able to give her, I'm, I'm not sure what it was. Apparently there's some type of a medication uh, that if they can have a stroke victim, they can get it to them very quickly. Uh, I guess, amen, there's some kind of medication. And she responded quite well to it. And uh, she still, <clears throat> there were speech problems and a little, because one side was completely gone after the stroke and they didn't know they would get it back. And it brought it, the speech back partially. And um, 
then there's some still some motor issues but I asked her for an update and her mom is doing good. Her speech is now completely back to normal. We've been praying. Amen. They've been praying up there in North Carolina. And, um, and she's still using um, a therapist to get her motor skills with walking <coughs> going again. Amen. Brother Kenny also, Brother Ken Booz, <coughs> had a repeat injury, uh, injured his back. Um, I know Brother George had had, um, how's your dad? Is he okay? So I want to be praying for that. <clears throat> Amen. And so I didn't have any other needs. But I know perhaps, especially with that kind of a sermon tonight, you want to make a need known to the Lord tonight. That was so powerful. I, I had so many things I want to say. It's getting late. But my, you know, I just want to say this. I want to say two things. You got enough time to hear two things. Sure. You know, when Brother Branham was there in perfect faith and he was, he made a statement. I realized I had my thinking in a certain way for years since a young man, since I heard that statement. You know something, Brother Diggs? This sermon tonight has completely revolutionized my thinking on this statement. And he's talking about perfect faith. And he says the reason he's bringing this is he says, you've had a faith. He said, but now I'm trying to get you to perfect faith. And the reason was, he said, you're going to need it down the road. And you know something? I thought about Brother Dick's sermon tonight proving to us, I would say that the servant of the Lord has proven beyond doubt. Certainly no believer should be in doubt. We have that which is perfect. That perfect faith is here. And all it takes is a dedicated life and, and an acceptance of who you are. Amen? Because that's exactly what that, that uh, Memphis uh, Brother Bram said, like an old-fashioned Aunt Jemima said she she caught, and I never realized that. I, as many times I heard that, she identified herself in the Bible. She said, Lord, I'm just like that, that Shunammite woman. But where's your Elijah? I mean, God had to reply to that. There's no way somebody going to catch a revelation that they're just like that person in the Bible. What's God going to do? You know, I, I, I remember when the angel said to Mary, this is what's going to happen. And, and Mary, Mary did the only thing that a real believer could do. She said, amen. Yeah. Be it unto me. Right. And I, I remember preaching one time and I said, and when a believer, when God says something, a real believer can only say amen. And when a real believer says amen to the word, the only thing God can do is bring it to pass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, you know, I thought about Brother Branham saying, you're going to need it down the road. And in my mind, I guess I've always thought, you know, we're going to come to this. We're going to come to this. Someday we're going to come to this. But, you know, I, thought, I was sitting there tonight. I was making a note, and I was thinking to myself, you know, there's nothing the devil would like more than to always keep you chasing a carrot on a stick. Always just keep it out there in front of you someday. If we're going to get, the bride's going to get, no, friends, forget it. We have it right now. Right now. 
you, you, you know what? You know what the Shunammite woman had to do? She had to act on her faith. Now you ready to act on your faith? Now here, here's the one where the devil knocks about 99.9% .9 of us off the, out of the saddle. Well, yeah, that, that Shunammite woman, she was worthy. That, that Memphis sister, she was living, she must have been living a super life. I don't know about me. <clears throat> Brother Brown says, he says, I'm fixing to pray for you. Now we're getting ready to pray. So is this relevant? Amen. He says, I'm fixing to pray for you. Amen. And he says, I'm not worthy of that. I think, what would I do if Jesus was sitting here now? And what would he do if he was sitting here? He'd lay his hands upon you and with, now catch it, and with his great faith, you'd get well. Now that's easy, isn't it? If he was sitting here, if he was standing here with his great faith, he'd lay his hands on you and you know you'd get well. Well, I think, well, but I'm a sinner. Prophet says, I'm not, I'm a sinner. I'm not him, but I come to represent him. Remember me being a sinner before God. I'm not a sinner and neither are you. We got a blood sacrifice laying there. God don't even see us. He hears our voice, but he sees the blood of Christ. That's it. See, he sees the blood of his own son. It's our voice, but Christ's blood, then it's Christ that's talking through us to God. So therefore, we're not sinners no more. We're Christians. Amen. Amen. So now I know who I am. Now there should be no, now I know perfect faith is here. I know he's here. I know I'm a believer. Hallelujah. So then what doth hinder it, friends? I just say we ought to believe God. Don't chase a carrot on a stick. Let's take it right now. How many will agree? You'll act on your faith. You'll act on it and say tonight I believe it. I'm accepting it, and that's it. I'm going out of here with what I have need of. Amen. Praise the Lord. Take the hand of somebody near you. Put your armor on them decently and in order. Lord God, what a word we've heard tonight. What a faith, Father. I think of, of Brother Ken, Lord, with his back injured. Brother George with his back injured. I think of Sister Debbie Hollifield's mother. You've already done such great things. I think of Sister Jean at home right now, Lord, recovering her strength. Lord, you've been so good to us. You, you've been so faithful, Lord God. We're, we're, we so love you for your word tonight, Father. I am believing, Master, that your servant, Brother Matt, across the seas there with Rachel, Lord, and they're, they've gone to carry the gospel. I'm believing that you're going to meet every need, Lord. Father, for every sick person, for all of these needs that have been written, for every hand that went up, Lord, tonight we accept that you're here. The word is here, and we are your children, and we have perfect faith, Lord, in operation right now. I'm praying for these needs, Lord God, and we have decided as a group of people we have decided to believe it. As Mary would say, be it unto me according to thy word. Lord, that's the only thing a believer can say. And when a believer says that, the only thing God can do at that point is keep his word. So Lord, we give it to you tonight. 
with perfect faith in our heart, every need, Lord, every hand that went up, all the needs, Father, of your people, your children, your family. We are not. Lord, we, we, don't, we don't always feel so victorious, but in the presence of God, because of a blood sacrifice, I stand perfect before God. And now if I stand perfect and your word is perfect, Lord, and you're perfect and faith is perfect, then what doth hinder the word to come to pass in our lives? Lord, we've checked every box of perfection tonight. The word, the presence of Christ, my life under the blood, the faith that's here now. Lord, what, what, we're, 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 every element is perfect. Lord, we, we've come to that which is perfect and there's no need to operate on a hope so or a maybe so or, or a try to be so. Lord, it is so tonight. So we commit it to you and we confess it and we believe it and we're determined right now to act upon our faith and accept it and say amen to that word, to that promise. My promise, Lord, whatever I need, and I got a bunch of them. They're every one, yay and amen. They're every one a promise in the word of God. Lord, so now the devil has nothing to say. He, he's had the rug taken completely out from under him. Lord, he's been exposed. He has no weapons. He has nothing. He stands helpless tonight before your believing bride. So we commit it to you now, all of these needs in Jesus Christ's name. The church said, Amen. I mean, listen, friends, there's no element that's not perfect. Yeah. Amen? Amen? He's perfectly here in his, he's perfect. His yeah. presence is perfect. His word is perfect. Your faith is perfect. You didn't know it, but it is. You're perfect. You don't believe that, but you are. In under the blood of Christ, right. it's perfect, 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 perfect. Amen. So, where's the devil stand now? <laughs> oh my goodness, my goodness! I, I had more. I, I would have loved to have said, but it's getting late. We're gonna let you go. God bless you, friends. Isn't it wonderful to be a believer? Yes, sir. Now you're a real believer. Yeah. Amen. I don't leave this building and be, become a half believer. Yeah. Stay a full-fledged, thoroughbred, thoroughbred believer. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're going to, anybody got a testimony? Okay, stand by. We're going to sing a song. We're going to, anybody else got one? Got, got two? Come on up, Sister Melissa. Let's sing a line or two, Brother Tony, and then we'll get some testimonies before we go. Amen. I give myself away. Oh, that should be our desire. I give myself away so you, so you can use me. I give myself away. Oh my. I give myself away so you can use me. Here I am. Oh, yes, Lord. And here. I stand, oh, let's worship him Lord, now. my life oh, is in your hands, Lord, I'm longing to see your desire revealed in me, I give my 
skin condition before or anything but a couple months ago the devil tried to put eczema on me mm-hmm. and I was like I don't know how to treat this or anything I've never dealt with it so I was kind of complaining about to my I was like I'm so insecure like it's I started getting it in my eyes right here and it was on my legs and I was like I don't know what to do with about, about it and he was like you don't have to to deal with that and I was like you're right I don't have to put up with this <laughs> and I told the devil you're trying to give me a skin condition, and it's, but it's not my skin condition. Right. You know, and so I started rebuking it, and um, it'd go away, like, within five to ten minutes of me, like, rebuking this thing. And he'd try to give it back, and so I was like, you know, you're trying to put this on God's property. Wow. And I'm like, you're going to go in the lake of fire, and this skin, skin condition is going with you. Wow. So don't forget that. Hallelujah. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm about to cry, but. I felt the presence of God, but, um, so I went away for like a week and I was just talking to Steve and Emily and with Micah and we were just talking about the word and I was testifying to them and the next day it comes back so bad on my hands and I was like, in the name of Jesus, I bind the spirit and I cast it into hell and I haven't struggled with it since. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. testimony um as everybody in here knows for years i've prayed for my children and i know i'll see the goodness of the lord on this side you will you will but just the other i can barely get through this just um i don't remember exactly what day it was but they were really heavy on my heart especially my oldest who has picked up a habit that's dangerous to her health and i was just so just grieved and I was praying and just like you said brother Jason the devil comes you know well she's not in church how's she gonna get delivered and it just inspiration struck me Hmm. and I said Lord that woman and just like that woman who came to you and said my daughter is grievously vexed by a devil and I feel like this sermon tonight is the answer to it Lord was just saying this is what happened here's I'm giving you more 
faith to, to grab a hold of that and, and just know that she's going to be delivered. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, one of, the, one of the, my favorite true life testimonies comes from Brother uh, Bosworth. And uh, I heard him, t <laughs> heard him telling it on an on a old recording from way back. And he, he was talking about how that he had to do some, he was like a choir leader. And um, he was just a young man, you know, in his, I think his late 20s. And he <clears throat> caught like a, a terrible pneumonia. And he said he was, he was on his bed, burning, raging fever. And the next day, he was supposed to have choir practice on the Saturday before the Sunday service. And he said when he crawled in the bed Friday night, he said, I was, I was delirious with fever. He'd went into complete delirium. And he said, I just would, I would wake up and come to just enough to say, devil, you're a liar. And he said, I'd pass out again. And he, he said, I'd roll around. I'd sweating. And he said, I'd, he said, a couple hours later, I'd come to myself again. He said, I'd say, devil, you're a liar. And he said, I'd pass out again. And he said, we fought it out all night long. And he said, I'd go to, I'd pass out. I'd wake up, call him a liar, faint again. Wake up, call him a liar, faint again. He said, we fought all night, all night. I kept calling him a liar. said, by morning's light, he got discouraged and left. And he said, I was perfectly fine. <laughs> How would you like to discourage the devil? Amen. Sister Melissa, just discourage him. Amen. Amen. Sister Esther, that's what you did. You discouraged him. He's a liar. Why should you take anything from him? My, praise the Lord. Turn around and shake hands with somebody standing near you. Say, God bless you. Amen. It's wonderful. Brother Doug, how much long are you all in town for? Five years. How many? <laughs> A couple of minutes. Oh, my. We don't like to hear that, do we, church? My. Well, I'm, I'm look. Oh, you. Okay, go ahead. So, we just felt like home this week, and I just want to thank everybody for that. And Wow. When Brother... Uh, Aaron was singing that song um, and he's saying almost home God just told me this is home so pray, pray for us that God can make a way back soon we had we had to go up there I didn't know why and then dad got sick and passed away but we helped lead him to the Lord in the, on the last day brother Ron Spencer came over prayed for him I know he heard it and uh, this feels more like home now and I want to be home Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. It's so good to have y'all all here in service tonight. How many enjoyed Brother Diggs? My, we've, over the years, we've had such a wonderful benefit from having Brother Cadre among us. Praise the Lord. I, I tell him all the time, Brother Cadre, you know, this church is really more your home church than any other church. And he don't actually disagree with that. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to let you go. Amen. It's starting to get late. Brother Tony, sing us out the door. Life is not my own. To you I belong. God bless you, saints. I give myself, I give myself to you. My life is not my own. To you I belong. Give myself and give myself to you.
I give myself away I give myself away So you can use me I give myself away Give myself away so you can use me. Am and here I stand, Lord, my life is in your hand, Lord. I Your desires revealed in me. I give myself away. Mm -hmm. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. Take my heart and take my life as a living sacrifice in all my dreams and all my plans, Lord, I place them in your hand. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me to my Oh, I give myself. I give myself to you. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can 